Hello, ladies and gentlemen, it is your main man, Rico Rocks, host of Social Suicide. Today's episode is quite awesome. It is St. Patrick's Day, 2023. And let me just say a quick little Irish thing. I pray if you, or not I pray, well, if you cheat, I hope you cheat death. If you steal, I hope you steal someone's heart. And if you drink, and I hope you drink with me. Happy St. Patrick's Day, folks. Jimmy Manrico Rocks, I'm joined by Brandy from Real Wise Productions. And she's quite a great person to talk to. And she's very understanding, very great conversationalist. It is a very, very great conversation. Thank you, Brandy from Real Wise Productions. And this episode is brought to you by social suicide podcast please follow and email rico rocks 221 at gmail.com for any questions rico rocks 221 at gmail.com shout out podbean and shout out everyone listening thank you for listening enjoy the episode What up, what up? I'm walking barefoot across this really hard gravel thing. Dude, it hurts. Not really hurt, but oh, my feet are starting to get used to it. Whew. Walking across this gra- driveway barefoot, man. It is, it is. Woo! Sensory overload here, folks. Welcome, A-K-F-Y-C-C-A-P, man. Wow. Fucking feels good, though. Feels good to, 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 to feel, let my feet feel something. Let my feet actually feel for once in its life. So yes, yes, yes. I, I know, and my feet are instantly adapting. They're adapting pretty quick. Just the first few steps were a little rough. 
Thank you for joining the show. Welcome St. Patty's Day, baby. Man of the year, Lizzie White. Lizzie White. Lizzie White. Lizzie White, baby. Lizzie fucking White, bitch. No, hello, Lizzie. With all due respect, with all due respect, Lizzie White, folks. What's up? What's up? I'm walking barefoot across my driveway here, across this parking lot, and it, it, initially it hurt. My first few steps, the pain of tender feet overrode my sensory. But as I walk through this rugged terrain, barefoot, <laughs> why the hell? No, just simply just to, to strengthen my feet, just to strengthen my feet. And it's cold out. It's about 30-something degrees, 40 degrees. And so the cool air are numbing my feet, which is taking the pain away. And the human adaptation is numbing my feet. So now I'm actually walking at a pretty brisk pace, gravel. Initially, I was walking like a fucking baby that just fell out of the fucking womb. But now I'm about to head back into the rough area. So yes, welcome to St. Patty's Day show, baby. St. Patty's Day just got off of work. I just got off of work, baby. So today was my second day wearing a tie at work. And man, let me tell you. Let me tell you. I sound like the Discovery Channel. I am the Discovery Channel of Podbean. Social suicide. Welcome, Rico Rocks here. Ooh, this is the rough area. Yeah, no, it's, I think it's little things like this that make it important. Ooh, I hate... Ooh. I hate, you're the, uh, you're the time, oh, you're, it's your time, and well, yes, I got promotion at work now, I got promoted at work, so now I got to wear a tie, and when a girl sees you with a tie, let me tell you, there's, like, I'm, I, it's a whole different vibe, it's a different vibe the way they treat, now I'm back in the studio, it's a whole different vibe, like, just, just, like, the eyes look a little different, like, it's like, it's weird. I never even considered it. I haven't considered that in a long time. It's, it's noticeably different. It's noticeably different the way I'm interacting. Black magic? Are you being serious or are you being, are you being stick? Hello, folks. The next person we have on is somebody that I talked to a couple times. And this person, I would say, has a high mental capacity. And they remind me of myself. And I, I respect their intelligence. Let's welcome the great and powerful Lizzie White. Well, now I'm speechless. <laughs> so Lizzie White, is it black magic or? I was saying the effect that um, a, a suit has on like the average woman is like black magic and it transformed a man overnight almost it did me yeah it does it's crazy but it kind of makes a man feel like shit though like wow was i nothing before i mean you can say the same about women in makeup too yeah i think makeup is don't get me wrong i like a pretty face that with that wears makeup but at the same time there's something so disgusting about it there's something so fucking repulsive about it at the same time do you feel like you're not yourself in a suit? No, I, I feel like I'm I'm definitely myself, but but it's just now people could, are op- more open to to interpreting me more versus I you almost fly under like people almost ignore you or or don't give you a chance. But I'm still me. But now people are actually listening, that makes or like sense. like actually like open to to hearing what I have to say, which is nice because. In my opinion, I'm listening to what I have to say. It's usually probably the better, better way to go. 
Yeah, they don't judge you. The real people don't judge you by your appearance. Is that what you're getting at? No, I wouldn't say real people. I would say that it's maybe it's some. I think maybe unconscious. I think maybe unconscious. This whole this whole dismissal of the un the un awe inspiring, the un the unfantastic, the 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 un shocking, the 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 un. There's a word I'm really trying to find. The un. If you're a dazzler, then. Well, needless to say, the point is it, it's really nice to, because I'm, I'm I, 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 the way I could really spell it seems like a fucking, like a, a needy, thirsty guy, but, but damn it, I like a little bit of attention. <laughs> Everybody deserves some good attention every now and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not walking around with this tie. And I'm the, I'm like, there's only, like, there's only one or two people wearing ties, like me and my main boss, like me and the main, main boss. It's like, it's fucking, it's definitely like, it's nice, man. It's, it's, it's pretty I have chill. a theory I want to bounce off of you. Okay. So, different, uh, different fashion trends have different kinds of suits and ties for different, um, for different ages for guys. I wonder if different types of ties and different types of suits, I mean, yes, like physical appearance, but I wonder if different like outfits attract different kinds of women to you. Yeah, I think, I think it certainly does. I think it would certainly do. You imagine a guy with a crop top showing his mid belly, his midriff, that attracts a certain kind of woman, unless the midriff is something undesirable. Hmm. A lot more power to her. Yeah, see me. I have a, I, I I don't rock the midriff too much. I'm not a midrifter. I have a, I got stretch marks and shit like this. And so even when I'm super thin and even when I'm like, da, 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 like I still I'm super self conscious about it. Yeah, I used to be a fat kid. So even when I lost okay. weight now, I got yeah. It's tough. I compare it to mothers who give birth. I compare it to like those stretch marks. It's like you see the girls who are still, like, brave enough to, to wear, like, revealing shirts when you, like, let their fucking, their stretch-marked baby skin hang out. Like, that's what I would compare myself to. It's like, if I did, it's like, so I feel at least, I feel like a mother who gave birth. Mm. Just based on the look, though, not on the actual feeling. Yeah. No, that's okay. I could see that. What do you think about that? What do you think about that? What do you think about confidence versus... I would say confidence versus uh, the word I'm looking for here is discretion. Do you think it's better to be confident or to be discreet based on, on like if no one wants to see it, don't make people see it or just be the fucking. Probably do whatever you want. Depends on what you want to achieve out of life. Really interesting. Interesting. You see, it's like, cause like discretion would speak on like, like, let's say you're a girl that has, like, a muffin top and your belly's hanging out. Like, some guys would be like, put that shit away. We don't want to see that. Versus, like, some people would tell her, oh, yo, you just do whatever the fuck you want because fuck what everyone thinks. Hmm. It would depend on, like, if I was talking to another chick and she wanted to do that and she was having a conversation with me and she was like, I want to do whatever I want. I'd be like, cool, you do you. And if that makes you feel more confident. You know, life is short, do what you want, especially in America. But, like, if you are mad that you're not attracting a certain kind of guy, then you should do the logic and math to figure out 
whatever. Yeah, like hide that shit. Yeah, it takes to get that guy. You can have one or the other, but you can't have both because that's how life works. Right. Usually you can't have both unless unless you're good. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree with you. I completely agree with you. I think I've spoken to you on that one of the first times we talked. I was talking about like you have to be the kind of guy, like you have to be the person that would attract the people you want. But yeah, this is where, that's where bodies is fucking a tough one because personality and everything is one thing, but then like physical is a whole other aspect. You could be super sharp and this and that, but if you're just fucking unattractive physically, it's like, oh my goodness. Yeah, it's hard. So yeah, it's definitely hard. It's definitely hard. And it's, it's it, yeah, it's definitely fucking hard for sure. For sure, for sure. What about you? Do you think that confidence, it, like, I'm not like a little more personal, but so let's say there's a guy and he was a little chubby and he was approaching you. And like, like so there's two kind of tendencies, like be obviously painfully aware of your insecurities where you're like, I refuse to take my shirt off. I'm going to go swimming with a t-shirt on. Da, 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 da. Or like, do you think that's sexy? Like a guy who's just like, who's, just like a being himself, but still just like unconfident. And then, or the guy who's like, I know motherfuckers are going to think I'm fucking chubby. I know I might have a man boob or two. Like, but I'm going to fucking just I'll go shirtless all the time. Like, what do you think is most like attractive or sexy or do you think like that, like that confidence? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I think I'd say that it, there are different personality types and something that a confident personality type would do wouldn't necessarily look good on a shy person. And it's not really about the shirt. It's about how they own it. And there are different ways to own like a certain personality type or a certain body type. Um, like Lisa, she's very controversial, but um, she owns her shit well and she attracts a certain kind of person and you know but if i were to do something that lizzo were to do it wouldn't fit well oh lizzo oh my god you said lizzo i'm very shy depends it depends on how you yeah, yeah i hear you i hear you i hear you would you consider yourself more on the shyer side it depends like if there were more than like four people in the chat probably I, I get super self-conscious. Um, Over speaking? Yeah. I, really? It, it, That's it interesting. Is. No, no, it's very interesting. I'm more of, I, I have no, I don't have any insecurities speaking. I have insecurities in flesh. That's more where I draw my insecurities. But but I've, I've trained myself. Like, there used to be times when, because don't get me wrong, like, I could lose weight. Like, I can be down to 120 fucking pounds and nothing but skin and bone about to die. Like about malnourished, but I'll still have that loose, that little pouch of fucking loose skin where I used to be fat and a little stretch mark. So it's it's even if I'm a hot, like super skinny, but like there's no there's no fat to even judge on me. Mm-hmm. I still feel insecure over body, which is because it's 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 not necessarily a weight thing, but it's a it's it's almost like a size thing. It's not necessarily weight. It's it's like me not feeling like it's the desirable or attractive thing. But what I've done in the past to do this is like, I've done phases where I force myself, like I would force myself, like really force myself, go in my comfort zone and force myself to go out in public without a shirt. And and I wouldn't even bring a shirt with me. Like there would be no backing out for it. I'd be like, you're, you're, you're going out and you're not even bringing a shirt. Like there's no, you can't put a shirt on even. And like, just go and stand in line at the, at the restaurant without a shirt. And fuck it, just to, just to, just to, just to, to, to just let myself know that you could do it without, it's not going to kill me. And it's, 
and it, and I, I'm sitting there like trying to keep my posture perfectly straight. Trying like it was definitely like a bit uncomfortable, but I would do that. I did that many many times where I would force myself. I would I would walk out the house with a shirt and then right in front in the front yard I would take my shirt off and throw it on the ground, and then say, "Let's go." Try to build that. Try to build that confidence up, and it's. Cause now, but now imagine now me with a shirt. Now me with a shirt. And now don't get me wrong. I don't need to picture me as some ugly, repulsive guy. I'm, I'm pretty cut. I'm pretty sexy. <laughs> don't worry about it. No, no, don't worry about it. But but at the same time, but so like like me without a shirt, then it's like that. I'm I'm, I'm overconfident, and then I become super confident. God told me, Gregor, welcome, happy St. Patty's Day. I was trying to say, so now now me with a shirt, I'm super ultra confident because I know that. People are not going to be paying attention to my to my crevices or my curves or to my textures or my whatever, and so then I shine. But then what upset me was my how how insecure I was without it. As like I wanted to see, be able to be confident equally with both, and it's it's a tough one, man. It's a fucking crazy one. This stomach of mine, like this whole the whole stretch marks thing, it is one of my great. It's one of the biggest thought provokers in my life in to myself it's been one of the biggest thought provokers and self questioning things i've had ever since i was little and because ever since i was like a teenager like high school age i've been dealing with this i mean because i was chubby in high school and so once i started losing weight right out of high school like this 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 the stretch marks never left like these are something that I've, i've lived with for over a decade and so it's it's something like no matter how high I get in my head or no matter how fucking mastermind I become, no matter how many amazing women I fuck, you know, like I still have to like I'm I see I, I'm still dealing with this the thing. So I, I really appreciate it. As much as I wish I would have a flatboard abs and that's this shit would go away, I still it's a part of me that, that keeps me. You have a punch. Hello folks, the next person we have on has the biggest dick this side of Mississippi. Welcome. Gato McGregor. Um, hello, it's Gato McGregor here. Oh, daily day, daily day. Happy Happy St. Patrick's Day, my lad. I'm at the beach, bro. Larni, kelaka larni. No, man, hey. Hello, Blakey, Blakey. You had a punch growing up, bro? I mean, right now? You have a punch? What's a punch? Like a little belly? Yes. Somebody's... I have stretch marks. No, I have stretch marks, dude. I have heart tissue. It's like my whole stomach got shredded. Like when I was like, I became so fat. My stomach became so fat when I was a teenager. That's weird. It stretched my skin apart. It stretched. It it shredded my skin in a scar tissue. My skin. My my skin cannot keep up with the weight gain. I can't. And then now that I've lost weight, now it's just dead scar tissue. It's like a mother has kids. It's like a it's like a mother. It's like a girl. You ever seen a girl kidding? that had kids? Like you ever seen a girl that had kids and they you, they have those like obvious stretch marks? I have. You're, you're not kidding. No. I have the I have the abdomen of a pre, of a postpartum mother. And is it flat or do you have a little belly? Huh. Is it it's flat? No, it's 
Uh, you're, you're in the matrix. No, but okay. So like, let's say I have my, I'm super cut and healthy and I'm active and I have abs. Like, so I'll have my abs under it, but then like, there's a layer of the scar tissue over it. Like, it's never been. It's it's because it's so fucking scarred. It's it's like thick scars, man. It, it's my whole right where my belly button shit is. Dude, it's like I had a fucking set of twins. No, but it's not like it's not like a flap, like fucking like a truck flap, like a like a, tr- a mud truck, like a fucking mud flap or nothing. It's not like hanging or nothing, but, but it's it's, it's yeah. fucking. But you're self conscious. Oh, uh, definitely, definitely, but not overly self conscious. Like I'll take my shirt off from anybody. I don't give a fuck. But I had to build that. Like I've had to build that through mat, like through mental prowess. It's very secure. It's very secure, though. It's it's a very security. Hello, White. It's very security. Because it's like we, we we all we all we all compare ourselves. Your shirt off. You weirdo. I know exactly. So I have my shirt off. But at the same time, it's it, it's I compare you compare yourself to those perfect bodies when it's just working. Yeah. So what do you like having facial hair? Yes. Do you? Hello? Yeah, I have a beard. I have a beard. I have a mustache. Okay, that's what I want to talk to you about. Why do you like... <laughs> why do you like having just a single, like a mustache? Why? Because I did the I did the beard thing for a while where I used to just shave the mustache and then just keep the chin and hair and the facial hair, but now I, I flipped yeah, it. Yeah, I, yeah. I, reversed it. I reversed it. Now I shave the facial hair and I keep the mustache. Hmm. I don't know, Lizzie. Why? What do you What do you think about that look? A mustache. I think it looks good. My mom. All right, can I? I'm gonna take a picture of myself. I'm gonna take a picture of myself right now and then post it in chat. My mom wouldn't kiss my dad when he had a beard. Is there you, also have it, you also have it when um you've also had it what? when you're clean cut. You've had that picture, remember? Hey, no. hey, Rico, I got I got something that you could try if you could if you could grow it because I I know a lot of Mexicans. It's hard for them to grow a beard. Hold on, hold on, shut the fuck up. I want to say something to this person who just came in chat. Me. Yes, yes, you shut the fuck, fuck up. You. No, fuck don't leave, don't you. leave, you never don't did. leave, don't leave. Oh God, so don't you dare leave. We're hanging on I'm St. Patty's Day. Just because you told me that, but it's weirder. It's weird hearing you curse because you try not to curse. No, I let myself. I let it bang whenever I want. I just don't. I'm not just, I'm not a cusser just to cuss though. Like I cuss when I want to, but I'm not like just Mr. I'm not like, I'm glad that you consider me a non-cusser. Like I respect that. Like you actually take me seriously. No, I like that about you. I like the, that you try not to, like you'll search for words. Oh yeah. That, so you're not cussing. Oh yeah. I don't, I don't over cuss because I have a deep vocabulary. I just want to say I had a lunar Lena though. That's what I was trying to say. Oh, lunar Lena, I missed you. I've missed you so much lunar Lena. I think about you. Damn. You know she has a baby. A little baby. Be respectful. Um, yes. Oh you know my god! 
I fucked up. Tim, Timmy Boy. Oh, I got to introduce you to Timmy Boy, Professor Novel Farts, man. Have you gone into that show? No. Oh, man, he would love you, dude. He's outrageous, bro. He's, he's, he's an OG. He used to be here three years ago. He's back, and it's him and his wife, and you would love them, dude. You would love them. So I got to. Yeah. I got promoted at work. To manager or supervisor or what? Yep. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm wearing give a yourself, now. Give yourself a round of applause with the special effects. Right now. It feels good. It feels fucking great, dude. You're an I can't tell you how good. Three, like two and a half years ago, I was telling you about this, and you're like, "Nah, I don't need a job. Fuck work." I still feel that way, but at the same time, I feel like I've changed. I feel like I, I look at Malcolm X's example now, where he says, "Do by any means necessary." When I was talking about fuck a job, it's because I I was trying to do it by my means only. I was trying to be my means only. But what I realized is to get where I need to go, I need to do whatever it takes. Exactly. And actually, I'm glad you have that thought because a lot of young people have a negative thought about work. They're like, fuck work. I'm not going to work for the man. Which is okay, which is valid. But you better have something. You better bring something to the table. Which is fucking almost impossible. Come on, let's right? Unless, be honest. unless you have a big giant. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> too. But like, I mean, everybody wants to be a fucking. Everybody wants to be a millionaire off of uh, social media or an influencer or YouTube and shit. Man, good luck. But can't that just be a hobby? Hold on, let me just talk to Brandy real quick. Let me talk to Brandy and chat. Brandy, I know who the fuck you are. Brandy, Real Wise Productions, I know who you are. Like, I remember our talk. I remember every, I remember our entire talk. Like, don't, like, you don't have to, like, but thank you, thank you. I'm glad, I'm glad you came back in. And I missed you, and you're great. And I want to just let you know I got promoted at work. And it feels good, because even though it's a shitty corporation, and it's a piece of shit job that nobody cares about, to me, it's, it's, it's a, it's recognition. It's recognition for, for effort. It's, it's. It's very rare. What they did, what they're promoting me, uh, probably once a year they promote somebody. And I was the one. I was the chosen one. And it was, I didn't I didn't start working to get promoted. I didn't start that job to get promoted. I started working to survive. But the fact that I can be appreciated and recognized as a worthy person, it, it feels good. It feels good to, to of be. Of course it feels to, good. And I'm proud of you, dude. Like, I knew you could do it. I mean, I knew you could do it, bro. And, like, if you could talk to younger people that say, I don't want to work, what would you tell them, Rico? I would tell them they need to they need to become comfortable with discomfort. They need to work with urgency, and they have to work as if they're in a war. Uh, not, for pay, not because they're getting paid to, but because sharpening yourself as a human and working harder than the next man is a skill. 
I would tell them work as if it were your life depended, on, even if it was for pennies. Work with all intensity. Be, be, be the sharpest you could be. Don't take, don't give yourself excuses. And when you do something, you do it completion. And and how you do anything is how you do everything. So you do things fully. You do things to the highest success. Right. And here's the thing to all you kids that graduate high school and don't want to fucking work, but you want to live off, live off mommy and daddy. I'm going to tell you something. If you don't, if you don't get on that career path, mommy and daddy are eventually going to die or they're not going to be there. And then what are you going to do? You're going to be fucking 35 years old. You're not going to have any career, no benefits, no money, no nothing. And that's all we get. That's all going to be because of you. You know what I'm saying? And if you, and if you look at it this way, if this was a thousand years ago, you would have to fucking work for your food, your water and everything, whether it's going out hunting or farming. It's always been hard work. I'm sorry. It's always. So so now we're talking, me and you are talking about two different things though. Me and you are talking about two different things. So let me let me break this down. I'm talking about ability. You're talking about career. You think that I should take this where I'm at right now? You should. I should follow a career path? No. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying when you're young, especially young people out there right now that don't want to work, you're, you're fucking up. They really are. They're no, setting I, themselves up for a bad future is what I'm saying. Their work ethic is shit. They're setting themselves up to have nothing in the future. They are. Now, if you have good work ethic, even if you don't have a career, you still have something. Now, if you have no career and no work ethic, then you have nothing. Exactly. And what are you going to have in 15 years if you don't do anything? Nothing. But if you have an amazing work ethic, you know, at least your, your, your potential still exists. If you have an amazing worker. You could, you have to start over, but you could now, but see, like, that, that's where I have. I have amazing work ethic, but I have. And you always want to swing up. You always want to swing up. If there's a job opening that's better and has more pay, go for it. Don't leave your current job. Go for that job. Get it. And then, you know, let go of the other job. It's let like, me ask you this. Let me, let me take it personal. Job. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but let me, let me ask you this. I got to. What's your plan? With, what's what's your plan with your delivery company here? You want to like you're deep deeper. Ever since I've known you, you've been doing it for over two years. How far are you into yeah. the career path? How far are you as a delivery man into the career path of your corporation? And what are your intentions for that career path? Well, as a delivery guy, I get great benefits. I get good pay. But here's the thing: um. The more, the more seniority and the more years you get, it's based on a pay scale. So at the beginning, you get paid a certain amount, right? Then after five years, it goes higher. Then after eight, then after 10. I think after 15, you hit your top scale. After 15, you can't deliver no more. (laughs) No, but after 15 years, you hit that top pay. So you get paid the top, top, top an hour. And that's where I am right now. So. Plus overtime, plus double time, plus all kinds of other shit. So, before I introduce our next guest, before I introduce our next guest, I have one more question for you, Elgato. So you said, like, based so they so based on what you just said, 
you're getting paid and you're getting seniority and you're doing all this, doing all that. And yeah. somebody in chat said, you do what you love. You have to do what you love. I'm kind, of, uh, I'm kind of forgetting my last question for you before I introduce your next guest. But my question for you is, yeah, yeah. Do you do you love what you do, or do you is it are you doing it because it, you can do it? I do it because, to be honest with you, I didn't fucking like school, and I didn't go to college, and I didn't that route. What I went was the working route, but that's okay because I got a, I went into a place where I knew. It was going to be take care of me, and if I had a family, it was going to take care of my family. Look, man, I got a fucking house. I got a fucking cars paid off. I got a big house. I got money. I got security. So, for me, that's good. Now, you love what you do? Um, I like what I do. I don't love it. Like, if I, I like what I do, but I don't love it. Right. If I chose, like, if I could choose one thing. Like, if I could go back and do it and I could make it, I would be, um... A porn star? Uh, uh, yeah. No, I'd be a sound engineer. If I could make big money on that, I'd be a sound engineer, yeah. Great. Well, that's why, like, I, I mentioned this once before, and I, I thank you for the beautiful conversation you gave me. I just want to say this as a final idea. I would love to do work with you. I would love to work with you, man. Hello, folks. The next person we have on is the voice and face of Real Wise Productions and is profound even on their own. This person is a high intellect, deep, deep thinker, and has the capacity of a giant warehouse in the mind. Let's welcome the mental giant, Brandy, a.k.a. Real Wise Productions. Hello. Okay, can you hear me now? Yes, hello. Okay, cool. <laughs> Happy St. Patty's Day. Happy St. Patty's Day. How are you? How are you guys doing? Hey. I didn't even realize it was St. Patrick's Day until like earlier today I looked at the, the date and then it just was like that that number seems familiar. <laughs> I was like, wait, isn't that St. Patrick's? Because, you know, ever since the pandemic, like, you know, the schedule's different. Like, I used to be at school teaching every day. And so I don't remember, I don't be remembering, like, holidays and stuff like exactly, that. Exactly, exactly. I didn't, I knew it was St. Patrick's Day based on a couple of things some people told me. So the day when I went to work, I wore a green shirt, a green shirt under my work shirt. And let me tell you, I, I work with a bunch of non-holiday-ass motherfuckers, dog. Like, nobody at work, my entire staff, not a single person did any sort of decorating, where not no kind of thing. Like, nobody. I was the only one. I was like, you unfestive month. I was like, you unfestive, unholiday look. These people. I love a holiday. What about you? Well, I've learned. I, I used to, but nowadays I kind of just kind of just withered off of them and stuff. But, you know, I'm starting to notice that people really aren't, like, paying that much attention to, like, it's Women's History Month or Black History or St. Patrick's Day. I, think I don't, I don't like, like the months. It. I don't like the months. Well, I don't like the months. Like, oh, Black History Month or Women's... I, the months is a little... But I love a day. I love a day. I love a holiday right. day. Like, start, if there was a Black History day. day, if they yeah, start I'll a start Black History day. day, then that would fuck with it. Because a day 
it, it just it's the one day it gives you a one day to just let it out yeah it did start as a day each one went to a week and then it went to a month like women's history started off as a, a day and then in 78 it went to a week because that's my birth year and then 87 89 it went to a month I, well yeah you're young you're just young. Yeah, 78, yeah, 44, 44. 44, 44, 44. I'm 30. <laughs> no, nah, but, but, damn, thank you for calling in. Thank you for calling in. Yeah, for sure. I'm, day, I'm saying Patty's Day drinking right now. Uh, that's what's up. Shoot, I got me a little something, something chilling. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what I mean? St. Patty's Day, it's it's a tradition to, to, to sip on something. Right? Fall off the bar stool. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like holidays though. I fuck with holidays. It's I don't not necessarily because of the holidays the origin. It's not like I'm I'm like Saint Patrick. It's not like I'm worshiping Saint Patrick. <laughs> but I do like a, a chance to get out of the ordinary because day to day life is so mundane and day to day life is so habitual and routine I to just know. do something different. I love those days where you get to be different and nobody cares and everyone welcomes the different the difference. Right. Look, so I love holidays. We can we can create that ourselves too. I was telling people like we can just start now. Now if we do that, it might not like be noticed as like a holiday. You get those days off and stuff, but but we can create and start our own like traditions. Mm. Maybe they'll they can become one. But just the fact that we can do it, and then because there's always things that are trending, like the dumbest things, shit that kills people. Trend. There are so many trends that, that are out, and the next thing you know, somebody's unalive. So why don't we? Why can't we? Start something that actually is worth starting. So I say anything to be trended. And let me ask you this. If you were to pick a day out of the year, one day out of the year, whatever day may be, what would be the day that you're hot, you're, you would create? Oh, my gosh. You asked such a broad question. I don't know. Let me think. Well, <laughs> one yeah, day, no, yeah. huh? You have one day. What's your holiday? What's your national holiday? Mine is February 21st. Huh. Well, I mean... I used to be a big Christian. My birthday is the day after Christmas. I don't know. Okay, let me think. Let me get in. in, in uh... right, take your time. Take your time, baby. <laughs> Go into my no, stance. <laughs> my meditation yeah, no, stance. I like the. I like two one. My, my. I like numerology, and I created a number two two one is about my sacred number. And so February twenty first would be two two one. So hmm. two two one. I think I would go with. March, no, no, yeah, yeah, March, I just know March, I don't know a day, so give me some time, because I want it to be authentic, okay, okay. I'll, I'll get back to you on that, <laughs> yeah, hold on, let me play, let me play a quick, let me play a quick commercial while you think, all right, it's, it'll be a minute long, give me a second here, and then you can think, but, but I, I want, I want a good dialogue here, let me, let me think of something sweet, I want to know what Brandy, from Real Wise Productions, her one day of the year would be that day where she could be, it would be her day to fucking put Christmas presents under the table. It'd be her day to drink. It'd be her day to fucking kiss somebody under the mistletoe. It'd be her day to 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 to, to howl at the moon. It would be Brandy's day. But all right, folks, let me just play this quick before we give her her, her long way to answer here. And like I said, mine would be February March, no February twenty first, since two two one is sacred, and two two one would be February twenty first. And this last two two one, I didn't. I let myself down a bit. Because I didn't post a show, I I, I, I hoped I would pre- let out a show every February twenty first, but I was I don't think this year I did. But I thought about it. I have to double check. But anyways, folks, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody, and thank you. Shout out to Brandy. Swipe. 
has potential world consequences because an empowered individual in touch with their own existential core can do what that guy did with the 18 tanks. It was an idea that stopped the tanks. And it was an idea expressed not over state radio, not through the newspapers, but by one person taking a stand. We're not going to learn it from Der Spiegel, from Time magazine. It doesn't come like that. Direct experience, your experience, your opinion, your feelings, your sexuality is the only to money, to party, to friends. All of these things are outside of the core of your reality. And centuries of programming have been laid on to all of us to take away the power of our own direct experience. This is why psychedelics are illegal. They don't care whether people jump out of windows or any of that. They're not interested in public health. They do not want people to take back their minds. And we're going back our minds. All right, folks. So me and Brandy were discussing here a holiday we could create and what the day of the year would be. Yes, yes. That's true. Uh, answer. <laughs> all right, what is your answer? I would say it's March 30th. So 3.30? Mm-hmm. Ooh, yep. very, very fascinating. Very fascinating number. Yeah. Can you share one why? Um, well, for me, it would be like the rise of humanity or something righteous hearts. And, and it's because, um, well, I have... I guess I'll have to, I'd rather say to you, I, I did a, a significant um, episode on my shit, on my podcast the other day. Um, well, actually on my YouTube podcast, I just now I'm uploading it on my audio with a guest that um, by the name of Yah, um, Yah Jujuda. And so based off of, and then I ended up meeting him, he came, they came down here. And so based off of that wow. experience, yeah, I, um. That's that's uh it was a it was that was the day it came down. Hmm? No 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 that's not no, the but... day it came down but that's just the uh around that's the day I ch- I chose because I I feel like there's something a brewing something coming you know and that, and that for me that would be the day like for some reason like not not the end of, of of March but not the beginning but like going into the beginning of the new you know like April like new I love it springy you know I love so, it I love it I love it. And yeah. March thirtieth, I will I will hit you up next March thirtieth with a yeah yeah. Well, no, this March thirtieth because what's oh, today? Shit, oh shit! I know. I mean, <laughs> I'll hit you. I'm gonna hit you up. I'm gonna yeah, send you an yeah, email. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna send but you a happy brandy day. Yeah, for sure. But I'm definitely gonna uh, send you that link to the uh, to the, or I'll just tell you where to go look for it. Hey, I don't could, know if I can. Hey, go ahead and plug yourself real quick. Go ahead and pr- plug yourself real quick. Where can anybody hear this or listen to this? Go ahead and give your. Okay. Hello, I am Brandy J, uh, the voice of Voices of Courage, also uh, part of the Real Wise Productions. We have um, 
I think Voices of Courage is actually on here, Podbean, and also a Real Wide Production compilation. Uh, also have Behind the Mic, have a few. So if you just go ahead and Google, put me in there, put Brandy J, you'll see a plethora of shows from YouTube to, uh, I just started a new um, show called The App um, Goat on Jam. It's a, a, a it's a, That's a good uh, name, social. App Goat? Mm-hmm. That's the name of my show. I yeah. talk about That's apps. That's a good name. Thank you. That's a great name. <laughs> I like that. I like how you added it. That's like a very, it's a good, that's good marketing right there. Yeah. Yeah. I went through so many names. I went through Abhor. Abhor. Oh, I like that one. I like that one. I like Abhor. Yeah, I did too. Until I actually heard someone say it in my, my partner, he was like, yeah, you know, Brandy, she's our little Abhor. I was like, Ooh, I don't really like how that's. Fucking whore. I love the word whore. <laughs> right? So I about the word whore. I like it. <laughs> but it was catchy though. So, yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Whore's a fun word. Whore's a fun word. I love it. It is. It is. It can be. It really can be. Because it's like you know, a little <laughs> whore, you know, it's, it's different than a hoe, right? You're like, the hoe sounds just like you're yeah, nasty. Ho- yeah, hoe <laughs> sounds like immature. Alan sounds like, hoe yeah. sounds like you're in middle school. Whore sounds right. like you're a dog. A, you fucking right? whore. You fucking whore. <laughs> <laughs> right? You're, you know what you do with that shit. You're a whore. You can't just, you like can't, you can't really hurt a woman by calling her a hoe. You fucking hoe. Like, <laughs> you gotta say, you right? fucking whore. Whore digs in. Whore digs in. That is true. <laughs> yeah, I, like I work with a bunch of Hispanics because I, I I'm Mexican. Don't get me wrong, but I'm gonna I'm a un I'm an unnationalist abandoned child. So I never had an identity growing up for nationalism. I was never I can never consider myself Mexican. I always considered myself a human. So I grew up very what most people consider whitewashed, very non. I, I instead of acting like a Mexican kid, I just acted like a kid. Just a, a kid, and so now that I look like a Mexican though, and I'm surrounded by Hispanics, but I speak and I carry myself as just without a nation, without a nation, I'm an alien. I look at myself like a Martian. I have no, I have no nation to 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 just to compare myself to. I don't have to act like anything. I don't have to act like a Mexican. I don't have to act. I just act how I want to act. And this is very interesting because I know, but I can still interact with Mexicans and such. And so I'm, I work with a bunch of Hispanics and I'm actually working with some Venezuelans. And it's funny because they came over, they just came over to the United States and they're fucking awesome. Like I'm telling you, they're fucking powerful. They're strong. I mean, not as powerful as Americans. Don't get me wrong. Shout out America, but they're fucking cool. Like they're very attractive young men, very, very strong young men, but Americans have the wild card. Americans have that loose cannon ability. I, I stand by that. Americans are the toughest. Mm-hmm. Not be, but because we have easier lives, we have easier lives. We don't have to fucking struggle as much as these foreigners do. But something about being a free person, you have to take our freedom. There's something to be said about someone who wants to earn their freedom, but I think that you're more powerful when you want to keep your freedom. In my opinion, that's my opinion. But so, needless to say, I work with these Venezuelans and these Hispanics, and it's funny because I'm teaching them English. And, and as I work with them, and it's funny because there's this one guy who's really fucking attractive. Like, I'm not gay or nothing, but I'm just telling you. Any woman who would see him would just be like, wow, he's fucking handsome. He's fucking cute. He's tall, muscles, cute face, fucking a gorgeous kid. Gorgeous kid. And he's, but, so he, he came over here and I'm like, I'm like, he literally just came over here. So now it's like he landed in the same job as me and I'm teaching him words. And like, and, and I, I told him, I was like, in Spanish, I told him, I was like, listen. I could tell you're smart. I like this. I was like, whatever, this life in America is going to be what you make of it. You could stay a person who don't learn nothing, or you could just be the guy who you are and just learn and learn and learn and learn. And, and 
learn a second language and learn English. And, and so, but it's funny because me and the dude, I fucking constantly. God, me and him, like, look at him, whore. It's one of the words early. One of the first words I thought him was whore. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. I just look at We call each other whore. We just sit there calling each other whore and shit. I, uh, it's so funny. Just like an American, that's what we would teach. <laughs> fucking whore! <laughs> Oh, that's funny. It's super funny. It's super yeah. great. And he's like, bitch. He's like, you bitch. He's, it's so funny, dude. And uh, we're probably going to collaborate on a song. I showed him I showed him a couple editing tools. I showed him a little. He's And some of my music. He, he's a really cool kid, man. Cool, cool. Yeah, Kudos to you at your, um, at your promotion, right? Absolutely. And, and the promotion, it was like, because I, I had to work. Like, people have to work. We have to, like, if you're a peasant and you have no money. You have, no, you have to work till you don't be homeless. So I started, I had a job just so I wouldn't be on the streets. But then my work ethic in the job, because no matter what job I do, like my work ethic would be the same. It's just like a try hard. I'm a try hard. And it's, it's, it's so nice to, to be, to be, to be recognized because there's people who've worked there long. I've only worked there for less than six months. I've only been in this corporation since October. And now I'm already running through the ranks. And now there's people who've been there for years and they're not even getting this. Really? Yep. Why do you think so? You think because they don't really desire it? Or they oh, and they're great the workers. They're great workers, but I have that X factor. I have the X factor. I have that I work as if I'm in war. I work as if I'm getting paid a million dollars. I work even when I was getting paid minimum wage. I work as if my life depended on it. Not because my life did depend on it, but because my life did depend on it, if that makes any sense. It's not because they had a gun up to my head, but I didn't. Like, I've been homeless before for six months. Like on the streets eating out of garbage cans, like I don't want to go back there. I really don't. So I worked, I worked as if, as if, and, and but now I could just be there and show up and do my bare minimum, and still, I guess I wouldn't be homeless. But but then it's the as I speak on Podbean and everything, that's my mental, but it translates to the physical. As I speak as I can, I work as well as I can, basically in a simple simplified form, and it's being recognized. It's being recognized. I'm not perfect be, awesome. because, like, don't get me wrong, like, between us, and hopefully my corporation never hears this, even though they might hear this, <laughs> I, I, I've gone to work a couple times on narcotics, and I've gone to work dr- drunk a couple times, and I've gone to work with no sleep a couple times, like, a few times even, and where it's like, damn, like, nothing, not a wink of sleep. There was a time where I went off to work with two no. days of no sleep. So it, Let's hope they don't hear, listen to this. Okay? But they're probably, I mean, they might, they might, but at the same time, like, my point of this is... Even when I was on, I went to work with two days of no sleep, which would drive most people into the ground. I still showed up. May albeit irresponsibly, I still showed up. I worked my heart out, and it's it was risky. Like I could have, I didn't expect this honestly. I thought I was being a little too stuck in my old ways because yes, I'm working hard, but at the same time, with my addictions and with my certain things, I, I it's like it does interfere a little bit. It does because like, if I was sober. I was 100% sober. I don't fucking, who knows? Who knows? But, but I, I do, I do, I have my, my mind dabbles. My mind goes into madness every once in a while, but I try to be responsible. And I have been responsible with it. I haven't called in. Like, I'd rather go into work with two days of no sleep than calling in, which most people would just call in at that point. But I know for a fact that, it, like, I'd rather go in and collapse at work than not go in. And so, so it's recognized, it's recognized. And now, now I actually feel a little bit more pressure. And I was, I was brushing my teeth this morning. So 
But this morning when I went to work, I was brushing my teeth in the in the mirror, and I was like, "Fuck!" Because it's like I woke up, and it was like, "Damn!" It was like, "Whew!" On the come down, because I was and I was like, "All right, so we're gonna go in there. It's gonna be a great day." But it's my only my second day as a promoted manager, and I got I'm putting and I was like, "I got to put on my tie and everything." So I was brushing my teeth, and I and it's like, "Wow!" Because before they didn't they they didn't put any pressure on me. Although they they were that, but they were hoping I'd be a good employee, there was no pressure. Like, but I, I the pressure was always self inflicted. I was always like, dude, you better fucking go in there and go do hard. You better go in there and and, and be the best you could be, boy. You better go in there and fucking just leave it all on the table, kid. And so I would do it. But now it's more than just myself. It's only been like this is like my second day feeling this outside pressure, which I'm not used to, because all the pressure usually comes from a self, like a pressure of self. Yeah. Now I'm getting a pressure of expectation because before they expected me to work, but they didn't expect much. Now, by them upgrading me to manager, now they expect everything. Now, now the game begins. And I was actually kind of appreciating it this morning when I was brushing my teeth. I was like, they they gave me a chance. They were like, man, this kid, because who knows? Maybe they did notice. Like there was, a, they, they probably looked at me a couple times. Like, is this motherfucker? Hi, is a guy right now? Is this motherfucker two days off of no sleep right now? Like, like, I mean, that's how we like it. (laughs) But, but at the same time, they, they, they were like, wow, something about the way I did it, like, they were like, this is the guy. Like, this is the guy who we're gonna invest in. And I do actually like the pressure versus no pressure. Like, if you were to look at no pressure, like, don't pressure me, don't pressure me, I don't want, no, no, pressure me, pressure me, pressure me. Okay, you want to pressure me? Like, all right, game on. Like, that's how I'm feeling about it right now. Like, you want to pressure me? Like, I think that's what I needed. I think I needed a little more responsibility. I needed a little more pressure. And although I do feel the pressure, it's not a uncomfortable pressure. It's a welcome pr- pressure. It's a pressure that's going to make me step up. Yeah, it's like a challenge, right, for yourself. Yeah. Like, you're going to have to take it like and worry yourself, like you said, like that pressure you give ourselves or challenge yourself like yeah yeah but with an outside pressure it's a little different yeah 100% but the outside pressure adds a little more because you know now eyes are on you just like Tupac said all eyes on me like now all eyes are on me because I I just got a once they they uh, they give one this position once a year I I got the Grammy award basically for my company so it's now people looking at you sideways that's been there for years but they looking at you sideways yes and no yes and no I could feel a bit of jealousy but at the same time not it's not a hundred percent sideways because they know the way because now they're watching me like at first they're like wow he got it like that initial like whoa it was him but then as they're watching me like like why would it be like they know who the fuck i am they look they know who they're dealing with like they know i deserve it man and and, I, and that's where it's not a hundred percent they're looking at me a bit sideways like damn it but they know like wow like like they know it ain't wasted. So so it's like a 50-50. They're looking at me a bit jealous, but at the same time, I'm also getting a bit of like 50-50 support and 50-50 jealousy. They got to be mad at themselves, if anybody. Right, exactly. Versus just 100% mad. Because if I was just a piece of shit, like I was like, oh, just the boss's son or something, then it'd be 100% jealousy or like 100%. Right. But no, I, I put my heart on the table. I, I work as if I was in war. That's how I name Like I work as if I was in war. Hey, look, you might help them step up too. So it's all like a full, you know what I mean? Like a good thing because they look at you. They're like, wait, what? And then they're like, well, I wasn't going that hard. And you might make them step up. Which are, yeah, which is good. But at the same time, because it's a mix of things. Not only do I go hard, 
But then it's it's a combination. It's how sensitive and humble I am too. Because not only do I work hard, but then I don't have any uh, attitude, and I don't have and, and it, because yeah, because see, so there's uh, there's guys who that like the like one of the most notable who guys been there for years and years, and he's actually a pretty beast ass worker. But his only issue is he's a diva. And that's an issue, man. That's an issue. If you can't, if you just become attitude and like no one can talk and you just want, uh, 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 and you get all, no, like that's an issue. Like you have to be able to work hard, but you have to think clear as well. People got to want to work with you. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> or you have to be able to handle multiple situations because my, 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 I can handle multiple situations. I can handle happiness. Uh, you could come at me happy. I could handle you. You can come at me upset and I can make you happy. You could come at me confused and I can deconfuse you. You could come at me and no matter how, like I have such a broad array of problem solving skills is that you can come at me in any kind of way and it's okay. Some people, you can only come at them a certain way. You have to fall into their specific acceptability. And if you don't, then they can't work with you. No, you me, you can work, you can come at me any shape, form, did it, and I will make it work. I feel you the same way. So yeah, so. I'm like me, I'm like I'm too easy to get along with, like to work with. Yes, I can be anybody can be <clears throat> bad to be pissed off or anything. You just gotta know those right buttons, but it takes people longer, right? And you know the setting, you know, you're not gonna allow it to happen. I've been tested them before. But it's way you have to really go out of your way. Like, you went out of your way to do some shit, right? It wasn't just like, oh, like, you did that shit intentionally. But I'm, like, the easiest person to to work with because it's like, why why not be, you know? A hundred percent. I'm, like, me, I, I in work, out of work, I'm, I'm me, I'm, I'm Brandy, you know? So it's like nothing really changes, it's just the setting and what, what's required of me. So, Brandy, Brandy, thank you so much for listening. Can I just give you a big shout-out? I... I, I I really fucking appreciate you. And the last time we haven't talked in a while, but the last time I talked, I really enjoyed it. I'm really enjoying it this time. You a real one. Thank you. I like how you said that too. <laughs> a real one. I don't think I've ever had anybody call me that before. <laughs> oh yeah, thank you. I'm taking a quick leak. Bear with me. Oh my goodness! I'm like, hello, hello. You know, that's not a fountain you guys hear people, not at all. Oh, no. No, he didn't press mute. For what? <laughs> what did he do that for? <laughs> oh, shoot. This is the Rico Rock Show, everybody. It is Friday, and it's the 17th, and it just so happens to be St. Patrick's Day. Did you pinch anybody today? Did they pinch you? Because I thought, I thought they stopped doing that shit. I said, next time somebody pinches my ass, I don't care what I'm wearing. They don't catch these hands. Yeah, I'll tell you, Brandy, Brandy, you better hope I never am in the same room with you because guess what? I'm pinching your ass. <laughs> it's happening. Something about a nice, thick booty I love to pinch, honestly. So you got to wear green on the booty. But if you wear green, you don't get pinched, right? Uh, oh, is that it? I think so. See, I don't even know anymore. I forgot. I think if you don't, you do wear green, you get, you don't get pinched. No, if you don't wear it, you get pinched. If you do wear it, it's supposed to be safe. I don't know. Uh, so, Brandy, I just want to pre- just give you one more appreciation here. Thank you so much for honoring me with your time and your voice. It's yeah. Patty's Day. Yeah, now, let me talk. ask you this. I have a question for you. Is there a question that you have for me? Any question? Let me see. Mm-hmm. Anything you think of. 
Okay, I thought of something. Go ahead. What is your overall goal for your Rico Rocks show? Like right here, like on on Podbean, because this is where where you is read at, right? Like this is the heart of it. Yeah, this is the where I host. Where yeah, I'm on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all this. But but great question. This is where you come to. Yeah, this is where live, right? Yeah, this is where I come. Live. Great question, and I think about this often. Cause I think I think about this often, and I have a couple answers. I have a one, one quick answer is I will look back in my later years, midlife years, 40, 50, 60 year old man, and I can come back to these episodes and completely re empower myself and free my mind if I've lost it based on these pure power expressions I've had as a youth. But as far as the public goes, what my intentions are. I would, I truly, my intent, what I would hope for is mass, I would say, I would say, to, to, to be, to be recognized as a mental source and to be able to live off of it or at least earn nice money off it or, or just to be even recognized as a, as a, as a mental, as a platform where people come for their, a trusted source. I, I really hope to be known as a, a, for my mind to be known as a trusted source for and entertainment and knowledge and a trustworthy source for for power. That's what my true intentions are. Is I don't do this for a joke. I don't do this for 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 necessary likes or for attention. But but what I do hope is that if I have my intentions are to be, is if what I think I am and what I truly my intentions are is to is to empower people and to to put out content that is consistent and, and truly truly be recognized and popular and become because that's man that's all a person wants is recognition for for what they truly are putting in like if you're putting in effort you want yeah. and it's it's that's what my intentions are my intention isn't just for, for to find people buddies my intention isn't to to make friends my intention is to is to be to be a place where people can go a podcast that people can listen to and they know wow no matter what episode I don't know necessarily what I'm gonna hear but it's gonna be something at least it's not gonna be a waste of time or even if it is a bit of time it's a good waste of time and it's gonna be somewhere where you can go where if you're nuts or if you're just manic where you can put on an episode and it's like wow like just some a very solid foundation for 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 people to come. To. That's what I remind intentions are, is to be, it, to just be a mentally profound place, man. Honestly, if that makes any sense. I like that. Okay. Well, I want to say something to that, right? Because the things you said, right? And all I'm going to say is, if you get a chance, there's an app, right? It's like a platform like this, very live. Like all I can tell people is just go to it, and then you'll take it from there. But if you want a reason to go, then you'll like it. Then I'm on there. It's called Mensa. It's on the Apple iOS and it's on the um, Google store, but it's M E N T Z A, and it's based out of India. It's an Indian app, well, a Hindu app. It's in the India, and I think I might be the only American on the Black American on there. But I've been on there for some time. Really. They host me on there and talk matches to Dahulu, and that you know that's like my family. Tell me about it. Um, 
uh, well, okay, let me see. What's well, alive? Uh, <clears throat> so basically, because uh, that's what made me think of it right now, all the things that you were saying, right? And that's like, um, <clears throat> that, that's that type of uh, atmosphere over there because you can host your own channels and your own circles and people just, you just find these, these like Forbes did a, <clears throat> did a story on them, these different like uh, spaces and rooms on anything you could think of uh, from, you know, they're mainly all from India, but from authors to, to anything you could think of, like parenting, uh, like Masa Sadal, he does meditation. I, I do the branding show because I had a bunch of shows and they like, just put it in one because I had like 10,000 different shows. So now they're like, yeah, we're just going to give you the Brandy show. You talk about everything. Because I talk about bullying. Then you have Dr. Amita. She talks about uh, like anything you can think of from A through Z. That just happened. Because, you know, if you know the Hindu uh, culture, you know what I mean? They're really about, you know, life and, um, you know what I mean? Healing and mental, you know, like all that stuff that's good with life, the heart, the soul you know, all that, and so that's where that is appreciated over there, but you'll find not just that, like anything over there, they'll, they'll talk about sexuality, anything you can think of, but the thing is, is that there are these live rooms that you host, and then people come in, right, they subscribe, and they can come up and, and talk if you want, but the thing is, they're like 20 minutes, I think they went up to 20 minutes, yeah, but they'll add, they'll let you add on some time, like during your during your show, it'll come up if, like, say, if you have a guest or two and you see the time is winding down and you can add on because as soon as it's over, it's over, right? Right. But you'll get used to it. You'll learn how to tame your show down. But it's, it's so interactive <coughs> and it gives you opportunities to, like, brand yourself, to grow. You want a whole other <coughs> culture, like, you know, like, that's in India, right? That's, like, a whole other, you know, like, um, just here, you know, like, in America alone, that's, India is a whole other, like, you know, you have a whole... Like, that's a whole other brand new there, right? And they're always trying to connect with uh, other, like, countries and stuff like that. So that's the connection I, I make also, too, between here and there. Yeah, so, so yeah. needless to say, we're checking it out. We're checking it out. Spell it once again. M-E-N-T-Z-A. <laughs> Metza. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, you'll love it. You'll just yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. I'll put it in the show notes for sure. I'm gonna check it out. I'm gonna check yeah. it out. Man, but but let me go back. Like, just to, I, I'm gonna be dragging it on a bit, but I want to answer the last question. Just add a little bit more to this. So I was riding, I was riding so, my bike home today from work, and and I was I was thinking about my podcast because I've been podcasting on Podbean. I let a, I. <laughs> I started Social Suicide. Social Suicide, my podcast, September 2020. So that was when Social Suicide number one came out. And now we just, I released um, my 103rd, 104th episode, but it's technically Rico Rock Social 55. But I have, but a bunch of them are named different. So so technically 55 Social Suicides, but 103 episodes of my podcast. And... And so it's, it, I take it pretty serious. I've done it for over two and a half years, and it's not like I just upload every live. I don't upload every episode because that to me, although I would become – I would get more numbers in feeds. Like my numbers would be double, triple, quadruple right now if I just let out anything all the time. Just let out a snippet a day. I would probably have 20,000 just based on how many feeds it hit. But no, I refuse. Like if I release an episode, it is gold to me. I don't release Anything. So uh, to, to to say I've let out 103 in two and a half years is 
203, I mean, 103 gold, 203 gold Rico coins of social suicide. And I was thinking about this because, honestly, I haven't monetized it, so it's nothing there in two and a half years. Not saying you don't deserve it, but I haven't. And I'm not, and I do have fans, but it's, but I was, I, I, I was thinking about this today on my way home from work. What if no one ever gave a fuck? What if no one cares? What if I was only doing it? Like, would I still podcast? Would I still podcast if nobody cared? Like, no matter how good I spoke, no matter how great and profound my thoughts were, but what if, because it's people's right to not care, they just didn't? What if all the effort was never recognized by an outside person? Would I still podcast, I was thinking to myself. Were these episodes meaningful without recognition, I was thinking to myself on the bike ride home today. And and I thought to myself, yes, of course, for the simple fact that my episodes are so gold to myself that if I've listened to these when I'm 60 and I start heading into dementia and I I have lost my my dick don't even get hard no more and I'm fucking like who knows by the time like what if I'm just like barely alive at this point and it's like wow and like instead of going into psychosis complete dementia and complete just nursing home existence and all of a sudden I, I stumbled upon my old show and I listened to the hundreds of hours of my audio hundreds of hours of myself and it reinforced all the fucking fibers in my brain. Completely cured dementia. Completely took away any doubt. And it just reinforced through so many, like hundreds, I'm talking thousands by that point, of hours of profound audio that there was no question of who I was. I think that would even be worth it. For sure. You know that I didn't know that's where you were taking it. No, because that's not. The, but that is dope. Yeah, because that's not the only place I'm taking it though. Because I want to feel this shit. But but honestly, that's I'm gonna keep doing my podcast. I'm not quitting for that. But I hope while I'm still doing it, that I could be recognized by others. Because how great would that be? And I do feel like my content's worth it. But it's it's I know that everyone's time and attention is worth. Like it's not that easy. But it's it's I, I have to stay like oh it's like ooh. But you have fans. I do. I have do have some. I have a couple. And it, it okay, so that's where you start. So if somebody is listening, listening for right? sure, for sure, for sure. So it's now it's up to you where you take it now, because you have to show yourself how much you have to basically put yourself out there. You, you know what you're worth, basically, and that's now it's up to you to show your worth because you know, right? And you take it to the next level. But like even when you're talking right now, you're talking about like how you don't put every show on there because um, you know which ones are gold. In my head, I was thinking. You can still monetize. You keep those in the back, like in the backlog, and you use those for like little, um, what do you call it? Uh, little tiers if you have like a membership or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there you go. When you do, if you do subscriptions and stuff, you can add those in there or bloopers or whatever. Yeah, that's a great and, idea. And put that in the backlog. I really like that. Because yeah. you do need that little bonus content for paid subscription. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. It's it's one of the things though, Lizzie. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just saying something. Let me, tell you, let me hear what your thoughts are on this is if you happen to lose it, if you happen to, as a thinker and as a wild card human, there's risk. There's risk involved. There's sometimes when you fall into power. But let's say you're a man who's super powerful, free man. But then they get you. They get you. You get yourself. You you lose your mind, folks. It's game over. Which is fair. It's, it happens to many people, and it can happen to anyone. No man is can is, is free from the risk. Greatness or being great, 
If you're going to be great, there's a risk that comes with it. It's not so hunky-dory. It's not you're going to be the the greatest horse rider. You're not going to be the greatest soldier without a risk of death, without a risk of losing your mind, without a risk risk for those who push envelopes and, and who take it there. And so I, I do as well. If, if one day, I just don't have it anymore. I, I'm still in the midst of madness and I won't deny it I'm very sharp very sound of mind but I'm, I'm mad as all hell I'm I'm mad as fuck not angry mad but mad I'm I'm madness folks I'm, but it's okay it's but I don't kid myself I know hey listen just out of sheer tissue me what if you fucking fire your head what if you fucking just if you just haven't turned your mind and you lose your fucking mind well, then, I'm not going to be able to put out some content. Uh, let's, let's start hearing voices. Let's say I'm fucking just... Like, fucking schizophrenic, fucking vocal cords because of uh, how rich it was. It's, my whole point in bringing that up was, before I lose my point there, I, I, you have to recognize that too. And it's... Sometimes I wonder, like, I, I check myself constantly because it's like, wow, I have lost you lost it? Have you lost it? Is it? Have you have you fucked yourself up? Is this is like how much how much could you do to how much how much torture can you do to yourself year after year with and still regress? And luckily to say, and I'm glad to say, I say optimistically that Rico Rocks is, is still here. And my I, I still haven't peaked. But it's I have those moments where I'm like, wow, have I fucking fucked myself? Have I just ruined myself? Like, am I not as sharp as I used to? Because holy crap. Like some of my old episodes, I'm, I speak really and very vocabulary, and my vocabulary is slowed down a bit. My vocabulary is in broadly still, but I could I could assure that I step in my mind. And it's if that day happens, and that day comes, it, it, it's rough. What do you think on that? What do you think on what if you couldn't perform anymore? What happens to the person who can't perform anymore? Perform like <clears throat> like what? Like think and even process the way they did. Perform, just like my like like my life. Like I can't do any of the things that I I do. Oh, let's see. You ever think about I, stuff like that? You ever have you ever um, you... awful? All right, go ahead. That would be awful, right? Because I I seen um <clears throat> it happen with my uh with my my grandma and then my my auntie, like my grandma. Right. She was like very functional, right? Just like grandma's. Be- you know, doing her thing, and then one day, I think uh, something happened, like a stroke or something, and it just wasn't grandma no more. And you could see the frustration with within her um, from years on <clears throat> on out, not being able to even really speak anymore. Uh, you know, the words not coming out, and, and not being able to, to do take care of herself. But she used to like get up and early in the morning and just start cooking, cleaning, just moving around, just all, all day long. Grandma's just taking care of shit, you know, until one day, just not. You know, same with my auntie. And so you understand what I'm so talking about. I, I, it, it ha- it, it, it's well, possible. Yeah, sure. It's fucking nuts. For sure. Like that's my biggest. That's like my the the. That's like my biggest. Not I would. You could say it's a fear. I, I I'm just always waiting for it to happen, which uh, that kind of sucks. I shouldn't even be waiting. I should act as if it couldn't happen. It would be the more powerful concept. Say it wouldn't happen ever. It couldn't happen. 
But but there's this thing in my mind that's just waiting for it to happen. It's just questioning if has it happened yet. Are you there right now, boy? Have you done it? Is it over? Is it finally oh have you finally ruined yourself? Yeah, we can get in our own heads and then just trip ourselves out. Yeah, so so it's so so as far as my podcast goes, like I want to go until that happens. Well, That's my intention: is to go while Rico rocks can it's still while I still have it. And there's so much that you can do within it. So that's what I'm saying. That's why I asked you because I was like, where, where, where do you see? Because I know for me, what my <clears throat> mind symbolizes. So when I ask other podcasters, I just kind of wonder, like, like one of the questions, like, where do you see it going? Like, you know, because for me, I feel like when it comes to podcasting, I tell people, like, don't hold back. Like, sky's the limit. Like, don't be scared to try something different. Try to be like everybody else. Like, you you do, you know what I mean, be the next trend. Like, if they say do it this way, then you should probably try to, if you make it work, try to do it that way. You don't have to be like everybody else and just go out there, rock that well, shit. They don't like it. Somebody will. Shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but the thing about podcasting is it's a lot, it, it's, some people like blow up instantly, but let's say you don't. But does it mean you can't? I think that that's like, Joe Rogan was my inspiration for podcasting. This is why. Yeah. Oh, that's my favorite podcast. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this is why I started Social Suicide because of Joe Rogan. He's, he, I wanted, I used to be a YouTuber before podcasting. I was a YouTuber just in, trying to be an influencer. Like, I'm going to give you my advice. I'm, I'm a mental mastermind. Listen to what I say. But then, and I, it was, it, I could have went that way, but then I found podcasting by listening to Joe Rogan. I was like, wow, this guy has, is just like putting his thoughts out there. And yeah, he's just so subtle with it. Like, oh, I'm just so. <laughs> and so I decided to start sort of suicide. Listen to him because he he is like, okay, if your thoughts are that good, if you think this much, if you're that deep, then eventually it'll happen. Just as Joe Rogan, he is the number one podcast in the world. Fucking yep. and, but he it didn't like he started his shit ten years ago. 12 years ago. Who knows? Yeah. And so he, and just he's a comic as well. And he said that a comic, you don't even become a real comic till 15 years in. Podcasting, it's about right. 10 years, I would say. But even as a two and a half year podcaster, so let's, I, where I hope it can go is complete success. I'm fucking a, no, a notarized household name. Rico Rocks, bitch. Like he didn't even think he was going to get this big. Right, right, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, so it's patient. I'm definitely in the game patiently. I'm going to, like, I'm, I'm not, because I'm two and a half years in and I haven't monetized at all. Doesn't mean like some people, if they didn't monetize in the first week, would stop. I'm two and a half years in. Yeah, see, but that's the thing that they're that's what they're that tells you what they're in it for, right? Because you can never come into podcasting even having money on your see, mind. I disagree, but I think like you're 100. It really has to be the love of. No, it, but right? I'm, I'm like 95. It's not no money making. I'm five percent is that, but I'm understand the strategy. That like I want. Right. Like if you didn't like it, it wasn't your shit. I wouldn't. No, do it's it. my I like it. It's my shit, but also. And it's got to be, but also shit. I really want money out of it too. I didn't come in for only money. I came in for a hundred. It's yeah. but it's five percent. It's, it's like five percent it money, like in ten. But look, if you didn't like it, you would. It wouldn't be the money. Wouldn't. Yeah, in my mind, I didn't start thinking. Oh, I have like this is how I'm gonna make money. I didn't come in into it as a money right. maker, but I can't. You're like I'm gonna get some while I'm in. Here. No, no, yeah, <laughs> but I do would love to make something while I'm in here, and I think that's where I said like, Joe yeah, Rogan. Yeah, I'm glad yeah, he. And you yeah, can. like, and, and I, that's why I like Joe Rogan as a as a model because. Longevity, man. It's and, and unless I lose my mind, and if I stay consistent, there's no way I won't become successful. Right. There's no way. Trust and believe. 
You will. You will. I told you, I podcasted for a whole year. When I first started, every single day for a whole year straight on purpose because I saw the statistics and it said, usually some people fall off around this. Yeah, time. you know, 100%. Not like, there's like, okay. So I did every day. Let me speak on that. I want to know it. So like, I think about this as well. I think it is 80% of podcasts don't make it past episode 15. I think something like that. Like, out of the 80% of the podcasts that were ever created, 80%, and I could be wrong here, but I think it's somewhere around this figure. 80 or 90% never make it past the episode. I thought it was less. <laughs> nine, let's say 90% of podcasts. I've already made it to, and now let's say 10% of podcasts make it to episode 100. I've officially crossed that plateau. Hey, Brandon, let me ask you this. Around episode 30, 35, did you think about quitting? Never. I, I, I kept going to the point where everybody was celebrating their 100th. I had been past 100. I was like, how come I never celebrate my shit? Because I just kept going and going. Like, I have so many goals and a backlog. I never, ever thought about stopping. Now, are you talking about gold? Are you talking about show gold? Like, or just shows? Like, audio? Or were these 100? Like, um, all, like did each of these have sound value? They're all, all show. Like, all the ones that are out, there will be like six, maybe five. I'm not sure. Could have went up by now. Those are like the show shows. But then I have stuff like in the backlog, right? Those are like, oh, I forgot that was there. Or like, mm, let that sit there. Maybe I'll use it for something else kind of, right? And that's just that going back there. But like the, the golden ones, because a lot of guests and things like that, those are out there. But see, Therico, that's the thing, though. That's just one podcast. I got like six more of these motherfuckers. Yeah, that's <laughs> a little different. That's how much I like to do this shit. Right? So, you, so you're I just, just a fountain. another podcast. Your cup runneth over. Yeah. Your cup runneth over. Mm-hmm. I, I produce. I love podcasting. I love it. I have a show, a thing called Podcast Like You Love It. Like it's a group. Like I live this shit. I breathe well, this shit. And it's only because I, I love tell you this. I want to tell you this. You've talked to me a couple times now. I challenge you. I dare you to build a relationship with me. I dare you. I dare you to bring me into your fold. Who knows? Uh, too late. I was already going to do that. <laughs> I'm actually the, I'm a little, like, I've had social suicide only since, I used to be hyper-theorist methodologies, but then I, like, I, I, I did one change, I did a trans, I was like, okay, it's done. I had too much pain happening, and then I said, okay, I cannot carry that, like, I'm gonna just start over, and then RicoRocks.com, because I did hyper-theorist methodologies as Rico Rocks, but instead I cut off the hyper-theorist, and I just kept Rico Rocks, and it's, so, I don't need but since social suicide, Rico Rocks, it's only been that, and I've never been on any podcasting network. I've never, so so it's I'm I'm pretty lone wolf out here. And but you seem like I feel like I could say this to you, and you think maybe not many people understand what I'm trying to get at here. But I think you, based on what you just told me, can. I could join the pack. I I, I could use. I, who knows? Like I, 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 I there was a guy when I first started Podbean, because it's like I'm a lone wolf, don't have a pack. So it's like, it's always been on me. Ever since I was a kid, it's always been on me. Ever since I was, my parents divorced when I was eight years old, it's been on me. It's always been on me. Like my survival, my mind, it's always been on me. It's always, 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 not based that I didn't have outside influence, but it was always on me to digest the influence, purify and filter the influence into a nice, fine powder of gold and then digest it. And so it's always like, I have such a profound trust for myself. That's why I realized it's, I trust myself. I love myself. Self-worshipper, you call it whatever it is. But it's, 
So there was a guy, when I first started Podbean, I fell in love with this guy. Not in a gay homo way. No offense to gays. But <laughs> but just, there was this guy who whenever, like, he just was, I just, I, he would melt me with his personality. And I, I was like, wow. Like, if I'm taking, if I am reacting to you this way, it's, it must be, like, I really fucking fell for this guy. Like, I was like, bro, I really like you, man. Like, you are such a good friend. Like, uh, this guy I met on Podbean. And I was like, I want to, I want you to come up with me. Like, I, I was like, I'm. You're part of my team now, homie. Like I was like me. Like I, I was gonna take this guy. Like I, I started a pack. Like I, I like this was my pack. Like I was like, wow, you, you are so adorable. You are so just valuable. Like wow, I fuck my boy. Like my nigga. Like my dog. And I actually paid for his podbean. I was like, brother, I know. I, I I recognize something in you so great that even if no one else recognizes it, I do. And I'm going to invest in you. And I bought his, I was like, you're going to start a show and I'm going to pay for it. Just because I, I was like, I want you to succeed and I want to succeed, but I want, because I usually only cared, cared about myself, but I met somebody, my boy, Big Life. And I was like, you're coming with me. Like you're my team. And he, unfortunately, he didn't live up to it. I invested in him for a year of Podbean, which was like 120 bucks. And he lasted about a month and then gave it up. But since then, yeah. I had I've never even had anybody to collaborate with in such a deep level, and it could be the St. Patrick's Day drinking in me. But but <laughs> Brandy, like I feel like you're you could understand like, you're deep, and, and I'm, I'm reaching out, I'm reaching out, man. If you if you feel the same way, yeah. and you need, if, I'm deep, I'm deeper than the ocean. I'm, I am deep as the ocean. I don't know if I'm deeper than an ocean. I, that's a bold claim. I like that. I actually like that. But I'm deep as an ocean. To me, that's something. Because the ocean's pretty fucking deep. For sure, for sure. It's better than... Yeah, you see how long I've been on here. I don't just be sitting on people's shows just for, for nothing. That's why I stopped through. It's like, oh, hey. You know? Because, um, yeah. like, me too, even though I had, like, the fellas and I haven't talked to them, like, in a little bit, like, maybe about a week or something because I've been dealing with some other stuff. But I still, like, have this uh, loan, like, loan thing, right? Because I... Cause we connect in a different way, me and the, the, the production. But like when it comes to like me, Brandy, I'm on a different like how we're talking now. Like I'm a different. Not saying they wouldn't get it, but they wouldn't get it. Wouldn't <laughs> get it, you know? Like they're just different. People are different, and some people click with more than others. And so it's like, yeah. So when it comes to that, I don't really have many people that I click with. Like, fuck with like me. This in the first you place. fuck with me, huh? I get it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I don't say I heard you pee. You know what I mean? I had your back. Yeah, I didn't want to, but I, I, I was like, I'm gonna just show them. I'm like, this is not think they're bullshit. Like this is really happening. Like I ain't beat myself because I wanted to. I, I really, I was like, I was trying to at first be discreet, but then they were, also, but I didn't give any warning. So they're like, why is he getting quiet all of a sudden? I was like, oh, let me just like. Hey, work out. was like blended in with the show. Like was part of it. Right, just, and that was a pretty nice stream too. Like. And you guys missed like the first half of it. That was only half the stream. And it was still a nice stream. You know, that, get it? Like broadcasting, like streaming, but that was a real stream, right? <laughs> yeah. Look at all my skills. Randy. 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 No, but thank you. I, I love the questions you asked tonight. You, uh, just cause, all right, so I'm going to tell you this. Like, one of my things is, so let me put it in the form of a question. Have you ever thought, Have you? do you agree with me when I say that better than being able to ask good, to have the best answers, it's 
I think is, would you agree with me that it's more powerful to have better questions than answers? Or let me ask you this. What do you think is better? Who do you think wins? The person with better answers or the better person with better questions? The questions. Because with the questions, you kind of blow the person that has the answers. Like you uh, say, like when you're doing like an interview with, with um, somebody and like you want to, and you could tell like they've never been asked that before or you get, you get a different uh, vibe out of them. Like, like I've had people that have been on shows, but they, they uh, were so used to the same crap. And then I've asked them something where they were like, wow, they had to think about it. They was like, that's a good one. That's a good question. And then they had to like think, you know what I mean? And like, you know, and it took them to another place, right? Where they started to get into it. Like, okay, I like this. So I think a question could, because um, it works out, the question will bring out the good answer. So I think definitely the question. I agree. A hundred percent agree. I used to be a man of answers and I still consider myself a problem solver, but that hasn't like, that's different than answer. But I used to be a man of answers. Like no matter what question I will, cause that's actually awesome. Like if you can take a random question and then you're somehow, you have the ability to just want the best answer, the most impactful answer, just blow minds. Just, wow, that guy answered that perfectly. Like I, I, I've had many people tell me that, like you've answered that perfectly. Like, Wow. You answer that as good as anybody could, which it feels good to have all the answers. But I'll tell you, I also agree. There is so much power in a good question. Although there is a lot of power in good answers, I think the, the there is unlimited power in good questions. Because yeah. that question will determine that that answer, like yeah. where that answer you know what I mean because some people are just programmed just to be able to answer which makes sense like if you get that question you might throw them off if you can throw them off and they still give you a good answer right but the nice thing that where it gets I think where those kind of people get they they doubt questions is because question isn't an answer at all the question is the antithesis of an answer the question doesn't give any knowledge. It, que- it it seeks knowledge. And I think that is where it yeah. makes – where people who are very logical, they think, fuck a question. I got the answers. Because why – like it seems logically like if you have any – if you have the, the, the Trump answer or if you have the ability to answer anything, it's I could see where it's good. It, it's very powerful. I got, don't get me wrong, but there, but I think that it's, I think it gets slept on is the ability to have the ultimate question. Yeah. The ultimate question. You can really get somebody, hit somebody with a right. question that they didn't see coming. Like, whoa. Right, because <laughs> it, it's, it's, I think it's, it's, it's different, but it's powerful. It's fudge. It's, it's F. Mm-hmm. It's, so I agree with you. Like, that's why I asked you, cause it's like, thank you for sharing your thought. But yeah, something about a good question, man. It's, yeah. it's really profound. It's really profound. So I ask you again, do you have any questions for me before I ask you a question? Um, let's see. Okay. Okay. Uh, Question. Curiosity. <laughs> okay. 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 How old are you? Thirty-one. Thirty-one. Okay. Do you have any children? No. No. Do you want any children? Good question. That's a good question. Do I want any children? There we go. And let's add that to the list of good questions here. That's a great question. <laughs> I think a lot of the good questions your people most ask me, I always answer in yes and no. Like this is like because it's it's hard to answer a good question. I there's there's reasons I don't want children, 
And there's a reason why I do want children. There's, and it's pretty deep on both. But I, I'm just to be edgy and controversial here, and just to be, because I'm torn here. I'm very torn. I'm fucking, because I think about this a lot, Brandy, as a 31 year old single male, who's attractive and smart, and I'm a badger. I'm prime for the taking right now. I'm prime to have a kid right now. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Okay. Fair to fair. Like, and my heart turns when yeah. I say that. My my stomach boils when I say that. But I truly don't. Okay. Now, why don't you? And then, why does it you you seem to hold a little bit of guilt for not wanting to? But what's the reason why you don't want to? Because of involuntary for involuntary reasons. This is how I look at it. It's a little bit deep, but I think most people can relate. I didn't ask to be born. My parents met at a, at a restaurant. My father was a manager. My mother was a young, attractive woman. My father was a man of higher status. Mother, so she was attracted to my father. None of Rico Rocks was never considered in any of this. Never, ever, 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 ever. There was nothing but attraction for them. My parents were attracted to each other. For whatever reasons of crazy random happenstance that these two random humans met each other. But then boom. We go rocks. Born two months early. Almost dead. Almost didn't get born. Through my premature birth of two months. Seven months old I was born. Through all of that still. Grew past that. And then I now and then over the early years of my life realized wow. They somehow and then developed over the years through my complete falling apart of my parents' divorce as a child, and through all this Irish madness, and through the 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 rough birth, rough childhood, rough everything, still living this life, still profound, still kind, still golden. But guess what? But what Stan remains is I never asked. Rico rocks. Who I am today, who I will end up dying in, never wanted to be born, never asked for it, never did. But I, so that, so that, I never, my feelings never mattered to whether I had to deal with this, but I had to. For that reason, I don't want to have kids because I would hate to put somebody through this if they didn't ask. And it fucks with me because if I, if, if I didn't have my specific mindset, this shit would have been bad. My life would have been bad. Like, my life has been rough. I'm talking, my life has been fucking crazy. And I'm fine, and I'm okay, and I'm okay, I'm sad, I'm happy guy. But I didn't have to be. Life has given me all the reasons to just have killed myself by now. There's, there's no scientific reason why Rico Rocks is even alive at 30. I shouldn't have even made it to 30. I, should, I used to shoot up needles and, and, and all this crazy shit. And it's just fucking zero regard for this life. But still, happy and profound right now. But didn't ask for it. Okay. And so, so for that, it, I, I'm very fucking conflicted about that because I think it's not fair. To, to bring people into this fucked up world. Yeah, I sound, I don't want to seem pessimistic, but fucking how dare you? How dare you? Just act like it's nothing. Like, let's say I didn't cope. Let's say I didn't fucking have this profound resiliency. You know how rough it would have been? You know how sad it would have been? You know how sad it is? I'm okay, but, but, but that, it's not because it's, I'm supposed to be. It's because I choose to be. 
And the chances of someone being able to, I don't know. And I, I'm really conflicted about that. Like, that shit really bothers me how people just walk around having kids and the kids just, just suicidal. Just, this life just enslaves them and they just fucking brain dead. Like, it's so bad. It, it's really fucking heartbreaking. For that, I don't want kids. Yeah. Okay, I can get that. So you say, like, for, like, the parents that are, like, <clears throat> more intentional, where they, like, want the child and they know that they're going to, they know what it takes and they, you know what I mean? They're ready to do what they need to do. Is that different for you, for you than just people like, oh, I'm pregnant. I, I, I just get pregnant. Not really, not really. But your life isn't happy and you don't care the child's life is not happy. I think there is a bit of variance there, like for sure. Like, let's say you have resource and all this, but I don't think that's it's. I don't think it's ultimately different because it's just a bit different. But at the same time, I think it's. I have a rough one. That's why I, just, I declared I don't want kids. Like, that's a big declaration. Like, that's a big declaration for a man yeah. who doesn't have kids at thirty. Like, why wouldn't you want a fucking child, brother? Like, your son, a son. Like, why wouldn't I want a mini Rico Rocks? Like, I could see where the appeal is. I, I see the appeal. I see it to have an offspring. How how glorious it would be. How go made. Like, I see it. Like, I, I low key want a kid, but you're not being it, selfish. And not- is, is that is it me or is that for the benefit of the kid? I think it's being selfish. Well, cause think about it, right? Because you're not going to win anywhere it goes. Because look, if you, if you don't, if you do, you're going to be just like, oh, you, you know what I mean? Like, uh, you know what I mean? Like you have, cause, say for instance, like people that have the, the kids and then they, they get relationships all messed up, just everything's messed up, but here goes the child, and they'd be like, you guys should have thought about this. If you need to win no keys, you should have been X, Y, and Z, yada, 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 right? Now, if you go ahead and be a thinker, and you actually are doing X, Y, and Z, and you're like, I don't want to have kids, so I'm potentially not having kids, then it's like, what's wrong with you? You don't want babies? You don't want a legacy? You want to get, you know what I mean? You can't look the loser, right? right? So it's like, right. how are you going to have a kid? That's like when dudes be telling females, like, um, oh, you got to having all these babies, you don't be that these, these dudes, and nothing like that, right? Uh. It, or, or or it's like this. Okay, she don't want it. She's, she's got abortions. Oh, baby killer, resistance that. Okay, she's got her. She's got like five or six of them. Damn, bitch, we go slow down and just be fucking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or or you get that single mom shit. Like dudes be like, oh, it's your fault because you're a single mom and then you're gonna fuck up the black man. But it's like, dude, she's there though. Where's the black man at? She's there. She stayed. So it's like you can't win for losing with people. So you just have to do what's right for you. And if you know you don't want to. No children, and you making a conscious decision, right? Only you can say what's right for you, right? Now, if you think it's because you can be a terrible dad, no. But if you think it's because this crazy world, I can see it. I can see it. Definitely now, I can see. Like I would be scared to reach out into this world right now because mine is halfway there, but it's still scary, right? So I wouldn't really. Yeah, I think I'd be a great father. Like, cause my, me not wanting kids has not me, me not, I, I have no fear I would love the kid. I would be, I'd be the greatest, I think I would be one of the greatest dads my dad could be. I feel like I would. I would fucking love, I'd have a bit of tough love, like 80% tough love, but I would have that good 20% of just unconditional love for my boy hair girl, which I think is a good balance. Cause my dad, my dad has, 90% tough love, 10% unconditional love, so it's a bit rough, like, it's a really hard thing to have a father who, who has such conditional love, I mean, like, my dad, he's, it's, it's a really tragic story with me and my father, and he's still alive, and it's, it's a tragedy, it's, it's it like, a, it's almost like a, it's a play in my, that happened in my life, because not only do I have in my life, but then it's like, 
the way the relationships go with your main parents. It's like, ugh, like I, I, like, I wish it would have been hunky dory. But no, like, I have a tragic relationship with my father, and it's like, I think I would be a great dad, based on how tragic my relationship with my father is, and how much I am sense like, like, but but my, but my, I'm, I'm more lean into that. I'm afraid of having a kid in this world because my, I feel like it's not fair. I think it's not fair. I think it's selfish and irresponsible, and that's just my opinion. And I, I do think that there's so much greatness about a kid in theory, and I think that I would be such a great father. Like I think that if there's anybody who deserves a kid, it's probably me. But even like since I'm surrounded in a sea of undeserving, the deserving must go without. That's a scary world. Uh, scary. And then look how kids now, they're like committing. So, you know what I mean? Like people are paying attention. Like kids don't get <clears throat> recognized for like they basically, I, you couldn't pay me to be a kid again, right? People say, oh, you, you don't have a hard life. You, you have it easy. It's like, dude, that's their life and it's hard for them. I mean, shit, uh, you know, the kids are taking their own lives because of how fucking mean other kids are, right? And then people judge them like, right? but you don't know that with that. You know, for a kid, that's some rough shit. It's almost as yeah. have to endure It's that. almost as if the parents were better off not having a kid if they're going to just kill themselves like that. Or, or pay more tax, you know what I mean? Like, people, adults need to give kids more, they're human beings, you know? They're not just some plant you water and you throw them on the table. Like, their feelings matter. They have a life, too. Ours are adults. They're, ch- they're children, but they still, their world is just, just as important to them as ours are. But they're children, and they're not emotionally, they're not getting the right tools that they need to be able to even handle certain stuff. People are always trying to hide stuff, like, oh, no, they're not ready for it. Yeah, 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 they are. You need to show them how to to be able oh. to, to, you know, not have, you know what I mean? Like, if you have a kid that goes out into the world and everything anybody says to them, they believe it, right? Then it's like, okay, so what are you doing at home? You're supposed to build your kid up, you know what I mean? Like, where's that love? You know, because that's what my parents did for me. So when people even tried it with me, I was looking at them like, what are you talking about? Like, I am the shit, okay? What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I am loved. What are you saying? Like, that really was me, right? Like, you couldn't do that to me because I knew that I wasn't, um, you couldn't, you know, make me feel like, oh, you're, nobody likes you or, or this, this, and that, right? Because right, I had right. that type of foundation, right? That's why I can't stand fucking bullies. But Fuck a bully. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta lift your kids up so they can go out to this like you said, it's, it's fucked the world, right? And so, it scares me now. And I have a, a sixteen-year-old, and I just be like, "Fuck, it's almost time." <laughs> I want it. Hey, you're invested. You're invested. You're invested. Like, if I'm if I ever had a kid, you best believe I'd be invested. Because I don't. I ain't. I mean, it's, rough. it's a rough. It's a rough one. But I have to, and I have to like, like you know what I mean? Like, do the get him, you know, suited and booted. Me and his dad, you know, and then him with his dad. A hundred percent. You must. You must. If you can, if you, and I think, I, I think it's, it's a shame for like the mass amount of people who aren't suited to prepare, but I, I feel like I could declare this. I think you, I think you're based on your intelligence. I think you could suit and boot a person. Yeah, but at the same time, I've never been one of those women that fooled myself to ever believe in that I could teach a man how to be a man. That's different. You, do you have a son? And who they are? Mm-hmm. Wow, I, I I was thinking yeah. you had a girl. Yeah, I I agree, I agree. But I mean, you could still suit them a bit. But yeah, like see, yeah. see, I play I, I play with reality in this way. The reason I do, I'm gonna quickly. My answer for why I want a kid is gonna be a lot shorter. The reason I do want a kid is because of how 
confusing this concept of time is and how offerings are humans way of going through time. We cannot individually make it through a thousand years, but through 10 generations of children, our blood can make it through 10,000 years and make it up on the other side. For this reason, I feel a bit of curiosity. Like if I had a child, even if this world right now I live in is confusing, even if this world I live right now in is falling apart, at least every child born gives hope to a pure time one day. Even if it's 10 generations from now. If, you, if there's no kids born, humanity dies. And one day, you're going to be in a time where like maybe it'll make sense. And for that, I want a kid. Because maybe my bloodline will can can make it to the peak of whatever ex- the time existence thing is, and that to me is very intriguing because I feel like that's a way of reincarnation through generational time. Yeah, it is travel. It is. And, and, and but but I think like, I, we're gonna get old. We're gonna need younger people to do. Right, it goes as it goes. If if I don't get, I mean, I'm very attractive. I mean, not to my own horn here, but Rico Rocks is, is still popping. So there's still a chance I'll have a kid. But let's say that I stand, I'm st- I stay standoffish, and and I st- I keep this route. I'm 31 without a kid, so I'm already made it through a lot of my young years without it. If I continue this and I don't have a kid, and then I die soon, I think I I will end my my bloodline with myself. And uh, th- that's also a theory. Like I could get line going, or I could end it here. And there's appeals to both. But as it goes now, I'm heading towards a tra- trajectory of ending it here. It, there's going to be no more. Things can change because there is something to it, especially with a man leaving his legacy, continuing on. You know? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, and I'm going against myself here because there's a part of me like screaming at me, leave a legacy. You fucking have it. You go get it. Like, I have a part of me just fucking screaming at me. And I'm looking at it like with a grin on my with a grin on my face and a knife in my mouth, saying, <laughs> "We're done, buddy." Because <laughs> like women get shitted on, like <clears throat> for like not wanting to have have kids or like real women, like men don't dig that. So they're like, "You, you gotta want a child. I don't know what you're doing. Why are you?" And, the, and women really think that that's it's important. I get it too. Like you want to do something, but but I think a lot of them do it for the wrong reasons because this whole woman. Quality and I, I got my own. I made it. I'm a CEO. This, this, and that. But at the end of the day, it's true. At the end of the night, you go home. You go by. You go home by yourself. You have that innate feeling of wanting something more. But I mean, that's for you. That's for you. But women get shit on for, for for that type of shit. You know what I mean? Because we're naturally supposed to want to have a family and stuff. Now, if every woman get that, that'd be crazy because we're gonna need some people to actually want families. <laughs> if we care to perpetuate this, but can you imagine if everybody just like right now? If every human on earth just had this intense psycho- schizophrenic thing or it's a mind virus or some mind control and everyone was like, no more kids. And we all just, I'm talking 5 billion people just all looked around and said, we're done. It's The kids no longer happens. That would be crazy. That would be a, a crazy, the last generation, the last humans. Like, woo, what a concept. Yeah, hmm. because it truly is up to us. We have kids seemingly unconscious, but it truly is conscious. Yeah, people can stop having kids one day. Like humans don't have to exist. And, and I, I, me being so curious on how far fetched that seems, that's why I don't want kids. Because it's so easy to have kids. I feel like it's so easy. Like I know it's hard to get pregnant for some people, and da, 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 maybe you're unattractive, so you don't get laid. But I think it's truly, truly easy. Like insert penis. 
Calm kid. <laughs> now they're trying like, to it's not. It's not a real it hard now too. Like especially these last few years, because of you know the type of foods you put in your body that can stop a man from his shit working. You know, doing it's supposed to do swim and shit. And then you have some shit throwing women's shit off where they can't. You know what I mean? Like it's a lot of that popping up. And even then, it's still going to be pretty easy. Still, then even then, it's still going to be easy to have kids. Like they're trying to slow it down, and it ain't really slowing yeah, down. Yeah, you're not going to stop like. I think I noticed that people they, fucking. They were saying like people fucking. They were saying like, and I kind of noticed it like with the youth. There was a good time when you just saw like young kids like in high school and stuff just popping babies, right? And then they kind of said it slowed down a little bit. And I know that's what they were targeting too, like these last few years because I overheard the the cruel, cruel, evil man speak of it. He said we're gonna start with the black kids, the black people because they're less useful. Some shit, you know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, he's a doctor. He's a uh, Microsoft, he just knows everything. He can block the sun, and he's just so just great. Buy up all the land. But yeah, that guy, right? So, you know, I know that that, that has been, like, uh, like a stop, to stop, like, generations of, you know, certain people and shit like that. But I truly believe, like, when this is the creator's plan, his design, like, you're going to have a hard time stopping something that actually makes this world, like, people, like, human beings. Like, come on, you got to try harder than that, bro. <laughs> it's time travel. It's fucking time travel. It's what it is. We are fucking time traveling through humans. But since we want, we're trying to make, pretend like there's A to, a to B. You ever heard the term A to B? Like, oh, we're just point A to B. Well, yes. I've heard about it, but I'm not sure if it's the same context. No, no, okay. So I just want you, because I'm about to build the context. But so A to Z, if I were to say that point A is now and point B is 15,000 years from now. The only way that you could even possibly go to point B is through children. If we hope to see 15,000 years from now, it's going to be about 12 generations later, maybe more. That's just, but, but really, if we make it to that point in the future, then we made it to point B. And now if you make it to point B, you made it. Congratulations. You've seen the future, but you didn't technically see it with the 12 generations ago originator the grand great 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 grandfather but it's great 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 grandson maybe that's time travel to me i feel like that i think it's with taking away your ego like just a human aspect you were able to pass your genes to point b so fifteen thousand years, and I think that 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 it's, it's time travel. It's it's the way a man time travels to the future through having kids, because you know you're not going to be there, but your DNA is going to be there. Exactly right, and you know how sometimes people say you live on. Like sometimes, uh, that that DNA, you know it. it uh, like some, like you know how people say you. This person seems like they've been here before. Or they have like a right. Again, like like somebody had or like the exact same thing or whatever it may be. Like you're right, like the time travel and then we live on through um I was reading something the other day where it said uh even the children it was saying that for for a woman they said even the children that she doesn't have, like say if she just miscarried or even like had a procedure done, they said that her she will she stays in all that something a piece of her or no, them. They're in those kids are in her or vice versa. But no matter what, there's always, if that even makes sense, so they're saying, like, no matter what, even if you don't have the baby, 
the child, you're, there's always still going to be, I think, them and you or something like that. Like literally, some that, I think. Yeah, I hear you. And I think it maybe this kind of agrees with it, but the, one of the reasons I do want kids, and I, I consider my go get a girl pregnant one of these days, is because, let's say I want, like, I kind of have ideals of time travel. It's, I don't know whether it be instinctual, whether it be conscious, but I, I do would love to send this mind into the future, Rico Rocks into the future. And it's, I don't want kids right now because I'm a bit of an asshole and I just want to say, ha, 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 I cut this amazing fire out while I had, like, ha, ha, you, I stopped it. Like, but at the same time, like, I really am so profound to myself where it almost makes me want to have a kid. Although I am more leaning towards not, like, there is a big part of me that wants it as well because against all odds, I'm prolific. Not a, not in an egotistical sense, but a functional sense. I'm prolifically functional through the the nothingness of circumstance, through addiction. Like I could, there's so many reasons why I could have just gave up on this mind and just completely been dead, mind rotted, just simp of a human, just shallow, just. But no, and that to me is like whoa. One, like, I think that's worth carrying on. I think the earth, like, like, like for myself, like, wow. Like, like, wow, if I fucking had a rough upbringing and, and, and nothing and still was able to be prolific, what if I had a prolific, if I was prolific and then I gave birth to prolificness and then it's like, who knows where that could go? Change the world. But, but, but I'm still a little more on the, on the <laughs> red, like on, on stable side. And I'm going to go with, I'm just going to say, let's stop it here. Well, life yeah, has a way of showing up and surprising us all, so you never know. It's meant to happen. And it's meant yeah, yeah, I never know. <laughs> I never know. I had a girl pregnant before, to be honest. I actually had that feeling like, oh, it's coming. It's coming. Like, I had a girl a few months pregnant. Like, I was like, oh, here it comes. Like, I was, I was, I was about to be daddy. And so, but then, but then it was short-lived. So, but I, I actually, lost it. yeah, she lost it. I was 22. She was 37. Oh, shit. Yeah, exactly. She was, she was, she, her womb was not the one. She was 37 with no old, kids. Huh? <laughs> yeah, no, because dude, it's like, she, like, who knows how many times she was pregnant before me? I met her at 37. Who knows how many times, who for love of God, she probably has been getting pregnant since she was a teenager. She was yeah, fucking like, promiscuous. Well, she she was very promiscuous. No, she didn't, which speaks to why I was talking shit about her womb. But I got pregnant, and it was like, she was like, ooh, I f-, like, ooh, like, that was her chance to finally get one. And I was like, because 37, you know, the woman is like, wow, like, I need to have one soon. Yeah. Yeah, so she was pregnant. I was like, well, uh, fucking hey, dude, I gave her her wish, and I'm about to have a kid. And then to 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 be there while, while she lost it, she was heartbroken. She was fucking heartbroken. Aww. I wasn't as heartbroken as she was. She was, she was really tore up to lose it. I was I was not that tore up to be honest. I was like, well, I'm 22. I can probably I can probably have another chance or two. But she she, I, I watched her go through the process of her losing one of her last chances. Aww. It was rough for her. Yeah. Yeah. Good times there. Right. I don't know if I ever even really wanted. I never really thought of it, and I just know when I did. Cause I think I had my son when I was like 27. And then he was just here, right? I I didn't plan. I didn't. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't plan anything like this. You have a son. That's so amazing. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You only have one kid. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> does, he, does, he, does he have like only child syndrome? Is he only child syndromed out? Uh, I think so. I think he's getting used to it. He's doing better. And do you have only child syndrome? What? You have what? only child syndrome? Um, I... <laughs> Why do you look down at yourself like that? Why do you have this robe on? Just leave, okay? <laughs> yeah. Okay. The answer is yes. The answer is yes. you ask that, he walks out the room and then stops. He's like, "Damn robot. it! They know! They know!" <laughs> it was so That's awkward. Funny. It's so funny. That's hilarious. Yeah, no, it's great. I have a 16 year old nephew, and I, I, he, I'm not, I'm a horrible father. Like, let's say he was my kid, I, I let him down as a father. But um, since I'm an uncle, I haven't necessarily let him down as much, but I still let him down as an uncle, too. But, but I love him. And I'm a shitty uncle, but I'm his uncle. It's my nephew, my, my only nephew, and I'm his only uncle. So it's like, that's like my little version of a son. And I, I can relate when I say it's just as awkward as that. My nephew is 16. He is. Ugh, he's awkward as fuck. But he's, he's <laughs> my baby. He's my baby. I honestly want to make it through this. I'm trying to, like, I would love it because to die and be in my own madness, I, I could have died happy. But to to know that, I, like, that, that my nephew having me as, as, as his role model, as fucked up as that sounds, folks. Rico Rocks being anybody's role model, me being my nephew's, this giant, he's six foot two at 16. I'm five foot six. Yeah. He's bigger than me. But I'm still his uncle. That means something. I'm his uncle. He ain't my uncle. I'm still bigger than him. Even though he's bigger than me, I'm still... And he's he's physically stronger than me, I'm still more powerful than him. And he knows that. It's my nephew. I'm his uncle. It ain't the other way around. It is. So that's my... Like, I do have a bit of a child-son relationship with him. And and it's... It's great. It's great. It reminds me of your son, actually, being at the same age. And it's like... Because he's my only, like... I, I just... I really... It's, I'm I'm fucking torn there. It actually breaks my heart there. My relationship with my nephew, because I'm going through my own existential experience, and it's like, but I really, a part of me wants to just give up a bunch of my bullshit and just go be there for him, because I know that really does matter, and it's gonna like for his life. How great would it be to just have a man who just stopped bullshitting and just was there for him all the time? Right, I appreciate it. So I'm I'm torn there, and it's it's a it's a but. And I hope one day maybe you'll meet my nephew or talk to him and, and just or just just know that if you when my nephew comes around like yo you'll, you'll know it's my nephew like Ebola God he goes by Ebola God my baby <laughs> it's my boy I actually lived with him last year for three months because I went away for a long time and then I moved back by with my sister for three months last year and it's. It was great to live with him for three months. So when I went and lived with my sister for three months last year, man, just to be with my nephew. When I had to leave, it was heartbreaking as fuck. It was bad. But I I, I had to. It was time. And it, we only had three months together. But that three months, I'll tell you, it was magic. Just to have each other in the same house for three months, me and my nephew. Yeah. His big old ass. His big ass. Uh, my big old baby. Like, I had to fucking, like, I, I wish I could have stayed longer, low-key. Yeah, it matters to them. They love when they... You know, cause I think all boys like love, especially like they love their uncles, right? But they love just having a man. It was a good own. three months. It was a crazy three months. We, the day I moved there, the day I can't, because I was in California and I my sister invited me to live with her. So I moved there after being away for a few years, like a good three years. My nephew didn't see me. And then boom, so I moved back with it. And like the first day I went there, and now he's tall. Because when I last seen him, he wasn't that tall. 
because he was like little, little middle schooler. But then now I came back, he's like 15, fucking hit his growth spurt, and he's boxing kids in the high school bathroom. He thinks he's tough. He's been through hell. Because my sister just put my nephew through hell. My sister's ghetto. My sister's not a thinker like Rico Rocks at all. My sister is the antithesis of me. We are polar opposites. So you can only imagine. Like my nephew has had, ouch, like it makes you want to cry, like tears, how bad his life has been. And now, so now you have all that added up. And he wanted to box me when I moved there. He's like, let's box, uncle. I'm like, this motherfucker. I'm still uncle, boy. Like, I may be five foot six. And I, but, but as you were going through, while he was going through his torturous life, I was going through mine. And that's where I had to show cut. And the first day we boxed, I beat him. I moved again. I'm my skinny. I was 120 pounds, five foot six. He's 200 something pounds, six foot one. And I smashed his ass. How does a short little guy smash a giant warrior? That is why I was uncle. Rico Rock showed him. I was like, I maybe. Li- no, but but the, and then, then he kind of beat me up on the last day I left. But yeah, but he's a big kid. I, I love him, man. I love him. Ah, okay, the show's gonna end, so I'm gonna have to end this. But man, what a great talk! Thank you so much for listening, Always. and happy St. Patrick's St. Patrick's Day to you. Happy St. Patrick's Day to you, young lady. To you. I, but before I, we I end here, we gotta make, decide how we're gonna do this, right? Okay, because I'm not. My name is not real wise. Okay, it's Brandy. <laughs> Brandy, I've been calling you Brandy the whole time. Me in a... no, I know. You know, when I come in, I'll be like, I wonder if he's gonna even remember who I am. I remember. You. <laughs> I'm like real wise. Like follow me. I'm like I already did. Right, so how are we doing this? How are we doing this? Uh, what, what platform? What um social media do you have? Instagram. Instagram. Okay, are you Rico Rocks on Instagram? No, I'm Hyper Theorist Methodologies. It's because okay, can it's you just go find I... Real Brandy Joy Forty Two? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, real like brandy joy for two. Yes, yeah, real and, brandy joy for Real brand, and just in case you could e- email that name to Rico Rocks two two one at gmail dot com. So I don't don't forget, or don't don't forget to Rico Rocks how it's spelled. But then two two one. Yep, two two one. Remember, I told you I like two two one. February twenty first. Two two one gang. I I rep that two two one hard. Two two one hard. <laughs> no, for real, Got it. You'll be hearing from me very soon. And and thank you. And I cannot wait to talk to you in the future. Unfortunately, this had to end. And I'm going to end it with, I'm trying to think, I'm trying to find something real short, real quick, because now we're, we're definitely running out of time here. I wanted you to hear the song my nephew and I made while I was there with him, but you'll have to hear that next time. Me and my nephew actually made a song while I was there. It's pretty cool. amazing. Yeah. yeah. So, so when we talk, I understand what it's like to have, care about a boy. So when you say you're, you have one son, I kind of feel that a little bit. My, yeah, baby. my baby, I'm just a shitty. Like I would, in that case, be a shitty father, because I, I left him, and and he told me not to leave. My nephew told me not to leave. My nephew, my told him to don't leave, please. Yeah. Like he still tells me to come back. So I'm I'm a bit of I'm kind of abandoning him a bit, but it's. I hope to rekindle. I hope to to make it return to him one day, and and I'll tell him like yeah. I try to tell him well, I'm leaving because I have to go do something, and it's it's and I'm not leaving because I don't love you. And I hope right. that one day I could show back up a, a champion and a winner for him. To be honest. Yep. Something all men got to do. I even learned, like, you know, we give men such a hard time, but it's like in a man's DNA so to go find glory. Find his way. Yeah. 100%. We're not going to have time to hear the whole song, but you're going to hear a snippet of this. Thank you, Brandy from Real Wise Productions. And what's yeah. the, where can I find you? Real, real something for you, too? Um, you can find uh, Instagram brandy uh, real brandy joy forty two. Real brandy joy forty two. All together, one yes. word. 
Uh-huh. All right, folks. And now we don't, we don't have time to hear a song. We're at a minute. We have 30 seconds left, folks. So you know what? Let's just end it here. I was going to end you off with the song. We didn't have time for it. Brandy, you are number one, baby. Happy St. Patrick's Day. This has been Thank Rico Rocks. Real Wise Productions. Brandy J. Or Brandy. Rico Rocks, man. We out here. What a great episode this was. This is prolific. We, we, it's such a deep, joyful, like really enjoyable conversation. Thank you very much. For sure. Anytime. Free, free your mind. Free your mind. Free.